Welcome everybody to another episode of What's Your Story? I am Michael DeLulio from the Employee Communications Team here at Paychex. And if you've listened to this show before, the great thing about it is I get to talk to employees from all corners of Paychex to hear about their career journey, what they do today inside of the company, sometimes at home. And sometimes it's attached to a, a specific activity or a project. Other times, you know, we just kind of catch lightning in a bottle and, and something cool falls into our lap. And I, I feel like today's conversation falls into that category. So if you scroll down on my link, you might see we have a people on the move section. And it's a, it's a quick look at some recent internal promotions, either uh, kind of at the manager level, level or above in the company. And what makes those stories really cool is the personal nuggets that I feel like we learn about uh, the folks, kind of our, our colleagues, right? Uh, whether it's about their family or their hobbies or things they do. So today, um, I, I, was, I write those announcements, first of all, and one of them caught my eye and I wanted to learn more about the person. So sitting across from me in our studio at Panorama Trail here is Sean Tucker. And Sean's a manager of IT technical account management. Welcome, Sean. Thank you, Mike. I don't know how I'm going to uh, follow up with that introduction, but uh, yes, I'm a manager of technical account management. So thank you guys for having me today. Yeah, absolutely. So I I, I know little and want to know definitely more about kind of what you do, but let's back up. Can you tell me how long have you been with Paychecks and maybe some of the kind of things you've done along the way or highlights? Okay. It's interesting you asked that. Um, actually, on August 27th, which is Saturday, I'll be celebrating my 15th year with the company. Wow. I started in August 2007. Um, in the time and attendance department as a inbound rep. Essentially, um, it was the first product that uh, Paychex offered to clients for time in a box. Um, I think there's a handful of clients out there still, but um, it was an acquisition that we acquired. Um, and essentially, I was responsible for taking calls from clients that were using this product. And in the time and attendance space, if I remember correctly, you did a few different things in time and yes. attendance, right? Yes. What, uh, what were some of those stops you made? So after the uh, inbound rep, I was fortunate enough to transition into the newly launched web-based uh, platform that we have for time and attendance clients called Time and Labor Online. Um, in that role, I was an implementation coordinator, and I spent a significant amount of time doing that. Um, beyond that, I moved into a trainer role where I had the opportunity to train new employees arriving to the company for the first time. And happened to fall into the a lap of supporting time and time and labor online. Um, and I spent pretty much the majority of my uh, paychecks career in the training capacity. Okay. And um, so, yeah, let's bring it up to speed to today. So for folks who may not be very familiar, um, what is sort of the, the responsibilities or the day in the life for you um, as an IT technical account uh, manager? Okay. Well, being an IT technical account manager, there's many facets to it. Um, so I'll start with just uh, giving you guys an understanding of what the technical account manager role is, um, and then I'll, I'll, I'll delve into what my role is as a manager of that team. Um, as a technical account manager, we're primarily responsible for supporting the client's um, IT relationship. Um, these clients that we support are the top 1% of paychecks. They essentially are responsible for some of the highest revenue um, that is being provided to us by clients. Um, and we partner with the relationship managers, better known as the ERAMs. They had many names, EAMs. They had many names over the years, but right now they're known as the relationship manager um, team. So what we basically do is we ensure that the IT side of the house um, gets all the attention um, from those clients. And we also provide the best um, possible solutions for those clients in the IT capacity. Um, as you guys may know, a lot of um, the work that's done in the IT space is done behind the scenes. 
Um, so we're, we, we are known as the client-facing um, representation of IT for paychecks. So what, I know you touched on it. So you get, you partner with the relationship manager. What sort of, what falls under each of your guys, I guess, roles, responsibilities? How do you, how do you partner together, I guess, to deliver that best experience for the customer? So the best way to explain it is a relationship manager is responsible for the service side of the house. So all the business units across the company, the time and attendance department, the 401k department, the section 125 and et cetera, they're responsible for ensuring that those um, first level support reps or what I like to refer to as the triage team um, has everything they need to be successful for the client. Um, we where we come in is when things get go beyond their expertise, um, where things need to escalate over to IT. Um, we are made aware of those situations, especially if they're one of our clients, and we ensure that um, all resources are available and there's attention given to those clients from an IT perspective. I would like to say that our processes that we have in place um, follow its course and we rarely have to do anything in that capacity. Um, but for the most part, we're, we're just responsible for um, bringing all resources that we know to the table to support that client's IT need. Okay, that, that helps. That clarifies it for sure. Do, I think we did an article recently on MyLink where we talked about, was there kind of a recent like refresh of the service model for some of these customers where um, kind of, especially in situations where there are, are multi-location or franchise type things, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we, we just, um, there was just a recent um, announcement about the strategic accounts um, team that is uh, formed, headed up by the relationship manager group. And there's a, a couple peers of mine that are uh, kind of heading up the TAM side of the house for that. Um, that that's for those franchise um, large groups that we have relationships with. Okay, that, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. That rings a bell. So before I move away kind of from the day-to-day the -day of your work, what, um, what's your favorite thing about your job? What gets you excited? What, do you, what makes you passionate? I, I guess the favorite thing about me is it, it never it's never the same. So every day it's there's something new. Um, there's a new challenge that a client has uh, tasked us with. Um, I, I actually was dealing with one before we actually walked downstairs um, to do this interview. But um, I guess that's 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 what's I enjoy about it. Um, not never no day is the same. We always have something new that challenges us and the company as a whole, which I think overall keeps the company um, on its toes and it keeps driving us forward into the future. All right, very cool. All right, let's let's get into some some super fun stuff. Not okay. that work isn't fun, but so <laughs> I, I've got some bullets from, like I said, your your people on the move yes. announcement that we wrote, and it said, you know, when you're not at work, um, you spend time obviously with your wife. You have three daughters. I uh, have a son and a granddaughter. Yes. And I've got to ask you because so I'm my wife and I have two boys. Okay. And it is pretty cool. Like one of my favorite things is just observing how the boys interact with my dad. Right. Yes. That yes. Kind of grandpa relationship. Yes. What. Uh, if you are comfortable sharing and mm -hmm. uh, what's your favorite things like what do, you, what do you do with your granddaughter what do you love most about that relationship and how special it is for you well i'll be honest with you michael i have not come to terms with being a granddad yet <laughs> you so, don't look uh, like you could be a grandpa. <laughs> i have not come to terms with it yet so um but what i truly enjoy is i truly enjoy just seeing the next generation and just making sure i help uh curate you know some of the 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 kind of the life lessons that you know my my grandparents and my parents put in me and i just ensure that you know i instill some of those things in her but for the most part it's mostly fun candy popcorn letting her stay up late all those all those different things that you would expect a grandparent to do do you do you ever get like your wrist slapped at all by by your granddaughter's parents about like i'm thinking about my situation my dad will just he say yes to everything. It, yeah. it doesn't. It's like, Dad, you can't send them home to me, and they've eaten nothing but potato chips <laughs> and, and 
fruit snacks all day and I, <laughs> does that happen <laughs> no no it doesn't because my, my wife is the kind of the officer in the house so okay. she makes sure her being in in the nursing field I, I i i can't do a lot of the things that i would love to do I, her, if it was up to me her mouth would be full of cavities by now you know she only has like eight or nine teeth they would all be rotten but um because of my wife and her authoritative figure she definitely controls those things i didn't even ask how, how old is your granddaughter one she's just one, one okay one, okay one all right. So that stuff, you still have opportunity ahead I, I of you to do of those things. Okay. Plenty of opportunities. And I'm definitely planning on unraveling all of that as, <laughs> as time goes by. All right. Excellent. So uh, in, your, in your announcement, we kind of went on to talk about you like uh, taking trips. And yes. so I don't know if that's more. And you noted uh, Caribbean. And I love yeah. my, So my wife's a travel agent. Let me start this okay. next right, by right. saying this. I need to get her car. So here. sometimes, yeah, I love sharing uh, some of the stuff with her. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm writing this announcement. You know, he loves the Caribbean and, and indoor water parks. It yes, says, yes. like, those are very, you know, very, very different, different, right? Very so different. Talk to me about that. Do you, are you doing cruises to the Caribbean or is it other places? What do you like to do? Yes, yes. Mainly my Caribbean trips are based on cruises. Uh, I was first introduced to it through my wife. She just said, let's go. I went, she dragged me along. And, you know, for the first 24 hours being on a, a, a huge ship like that, I was, you know, curled up like a little baby in a fetal position while she was taking selfies and just laughing and I'm just suffering. I'm like, I can't believe you took these pictures. But um, overall, since then, I, I truly enjoy going. I mean, we haven't went since COVID. I think the last trip we took was, I want to say, late 2018, where I took everyone in the family. This was before I had the grandbaby. Um, so me, my wife, and all of my children, we, 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 we attacked a Carnival Cruise Line. <laughs> <laughs> it did, did, did the cruise line survive? They did. They okay. did. They, did. Right, they did. They did. Some of the characters may have not, but the cruise line did. Yeah. Um, we were. My wife and I were supposed to go on a uh, cruise to the Caribbean, actually, like yeah. a month ago. Mm -hmm. And like there was a seemingly like a hurricane headed that way. So yeah. we, on the way to the airport at like four in the morning, completely pivoted. And again, mm -hmm. travel agent wife yep. went to LA instead, went to <laughs> Disneyland, went to a Dodger game. <laughs> So I still have never been on a cruise, but it's an amazing pivot. I have not been out west yet, but I got to get out there. Yeah, no, it was fun. All right, well, let's talk about. So, what what about the water park thing? So we pre-pandemic also went to Kalahari, is the one near the Poconos. Just came back from there. Oh my gosh! All right, so tell Just, me what 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 makes you like that? Is it you know doing it with the family, or yeah, are you yeah. are you getting in there yourself? No, mm, yes and no. Okay. I'm, I'm forced to go in there because my son is seven and he's interested in a ton of things. Um, but you know, yeah, the indoor water park for us. Is is, is an amazing you know escape um we tend to we we typically go to ohio and you know we'll do the cedar point and we'll do you know some of the indoor water parks around there the most recent one we did um last summer was kalahari in ohio um we were gonna go back actually july 29th um but we ended up pivoting and going to uh the the kalahari and the poconos amazing amazing idea for families that just want to get out and have some way for the kids to just tire themselves out. There's nothing like playing in water for a one-year-old or a seven-year-old or a 13-year-old. And, and, you know, if you as a parent, you just want to have some time to yourself, that's perfect opportunity to do that. Yeah. I remember feeling like it, it almost felt like a Disney property. Yeah. The, yeah. Like the brand is so, it's so yes. nice, you know, yes. so that's really cool. Yeah. We, we, we love that as well. Um, all right, so let, let's move on here. So it says, when you're not traveling, hobbies for you, and and I, I love these too. So it says, tinkering with anything that can be taken apart and put yeah. back together. 
I will tell you this. I do not come from a handy family, so <laughs> I'm not taking anything apart on purpose. I promise you. Is that something that was kind of in your family that, hey, we, we you know, your family knows how to how to do stuff with your hands and yeah. take care of stuff around the house? And yeah. Yeah. Growing up, it, we were not a sports house. You know, my mom was a nurse. My dad was a mechanic or construction worker. He was doing multiple things like for for all of my uh, childhood. My dad had a uh, mechanic shop. And he also did construction. So all of my Saturday activities were um, doing work around the house, uh, relating to doing construction, putting up drywall, uh, plumbing, all kind of different things that we did. We had a few properties around the um, Rochester area. Um, so we did a lot of that on the weekend. So, you know, as as an adult, now I find myself sinking back into those things that I'm I'm, I'm accustomed to. I hated it when I was younger, but now it's just like one of the things that I enjoy most about just being able to sit down at a table, getting the screwdrivers out, unscrewing something, taking it apart and putting it back together. Most of the times I'm doing it because my son is broken. Like, yeah, I have a few dinosaurs that I need to uh, put back together for him. Yeah, no, I think I think there's some toys that my kids wish I knew how to put back together and yeah. we've had to retire them. But <laughs> so I, I um, what about car stuff? Can you do work on your own car? Yes. When I have the patience to. Okay. Um, I'm I'm an avid Volkswagen fan. Um, I have had seven of them over my lifetime of driving. Um, most of them have needed work. Um, most recently, I have a Volkswagen Atlas that doesn't need any work. It's brand new, so I don't have to touch it, um, which is good. But yes, I I, I tend to uh, like to do that as well. If I need to do something, I'll I'll get in there my, myself and do it if I have the tools. Right. Um, being in the Rochester area, I don't have the luxury of having like my own garage yet, um, but I'm working on it. And I hope to not fill it up with tools. At least my wife hopes that I don't fill up tools, but I plan on filling up with tools. I, I mean, it's pretty useful to yeah. have a guy with that yeah. skill set yeah. at home. I, I, I was thinking the car thing alone. I mean, there's so many dynamics to when you need stuff done with your car, you're bringing it in somewhere. Unless you got a personal relationship. Right. You gotta trust, you gotta right? Trust. You mean, yes. Given an accurate number on things, so yep. I'm I'm envious of that. And so here's here's what I think is neat. Um, you know, you kind of have this like split of okay, you know, the kind of like blue collar can able yes. to do stuff, but then it says you you like to cook a little bit too, right? I try to, um, as you can see, but you guys that can are listening can't see my my belly is definitely touching this table. Um, but I I definitely enjoy cooking. So what I um tend to do is I just love being in the kitchen. You know, with my dad working so much, I, I was raised by my grandma who spent a lot of time in the kitchen, you know, from the South. Definitely showed me every recipe she possibly could. And I was her sous chef, like, sort of say. Um, so now when I'm, you know, when I'm not uh, in depth in work and stuff like that, I I, tr I love to try new recipes. Um, although I, my, my kids vary, they don't eat. They don't, they don't vary from the recipes that they're accustomed to. So it's, is there like a sort of a niche area, like a, a certain, either a certain one meal or type of food that you particularly enjoy cooking for yourself? I would say that for me, it's it's probably lasagna. Um, so easy just to put the layers in it. As long as you just don't make, make sure the shells don't go the same direction. That's <laughs> you know, it's easy for me. It's not that in itself. Um, but of recent, I've been doing a lot of stir fry and fried rice type stuff so I can get rid of this belly. Um, and it's been helping. Um, but that that's pretty it. I, I really don't have a, a particular um, type of food that I love to cook. I just 
love eating it after it's done. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you 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 definitely you hit a hot button for me. I I love stir frying. I mean, yeah. it's pretty pretty simple. Not too yeah. many ingredients. It comes together pretty fast. My wife is absolutely sick and tired of hearing me rave about our Instapot, which to date I've used exclusively only to cook rice in. Yes. But it's so fast and I used if you do it on the stovetop, I would overcook it, right. undercook it, right. it, stuck on the pan. Right. So she's I, I've told like anyone who will listen how great just just making the rice in the instant pot is. Uh, so highly recommend that little plug. I've been trying to get an instant pot, and my wife has been stopping me from doing it. So downside, I'm gonna have to sneak it in. Yeah. The downside is especially if you're your family that already has a air fryer like I do, yep. how many giant appliances can you have? Exactly. Exactly. And I know they're becoming more all in one and everything, but <laughs> still. So all right, well. Thank you so much for sitting down with me. I loved hearing more about uh, your personal story. And, uh, you know, you bring all that to paychecks, and that's what makes this a great place to work. So I appreciate you very much, and uh, talk to you later. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Have a good one. This podcast is property of Paychecks Incorporated 2022. All rights reserved.